welcome to another episode of Inscribe and Imprint. I'm Isaac, and I'm here with my friends Danielle and Summer, and we are excited because today we are talking about time. The calendar. The calendar. Schedules. Schedules. <laughs> Don't you get excited just saying those words? I do. <laughs> Every family's favorite thing. <laughs> so maybe I'll start. Um, for the last several weeks, we've been looking at our summer calendars, mm -hmm. time away, um, also where the boys will be and what they'll be doing this summer. They'll be spending some time with family, mm -hmm. and then they have a sports camp um, for basketball that they're going to with their cousin, and then um, they'll be home for a few weeks, and then we have some downtime as a family that we'll take on a trip together. So getting all those arrangements has been taking some time. It does take time. One of the things we've been talking about at our house is some of the things we want to do this summer, some new things to learn. That's actually a question. I was asking my boys, what is a new thing that you want to learn about or learn how to do this summer? And so one of the things that they came up with was they want to learn how to do more cooking. They would like to do more of that, maybe uh, take over breakfast in the mornings. And uh, one of my kids specifically is very excited about being in charge of making bread in the bread maker um, most days. So looking forward to some life skills development as well as just getting to do newer, bigger kid things. So we're gonna use some time to do that. How about you, Danielle? That is exciting. Um, well, my kids are the small ones of, <laughs> of, our, <laughs> of our group. Um, a little less tied to the schedule, but we've got summer swim classes coming up for both kids. Um, I'm looking at our summer calendar and I just see glowing my son's first birthday and that is so bittersweet, you know, the first year um, checking off is just, um, you know, it's exciting, but it's also like he's never going to be months old any again, right. you know, like you now he's counting yeah, that number. Yeah. And I mean, you might, you might do yeah. it until like 18, but really you kind of mm -hmm. stop after one years old. So anyway, that's what my calendar looks like right now. My son's <laughs> turning one. That's a big deal. Yeah. So I think one of the big questions that we want to start off with today is, does our schedule match with our values and our mm. priorities? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think that's a hard question to ask on a couple sides. I think one of those things is just, um, you know, I'm sure that we have some families listening who are people who just feel like they're constantly busy, constantly in motion. And some of that is maybe motivated by a lot of uh, fear of missing out or uh, kind of that uh, do not want to miss the social opportunities and the memory making and the can I, can I fit it all in uh, in the way that I want and will my kids get to do enough things yeah. to give them the skills or the experiences that I didn't have. And or maybe also... Or that parent guilt that comes in. Of, we talked ooh, about last, last yeah, time. last episode. You know, does that? Am I checking off enough things? Am mm -hmm. I filling their days enough? But then maybe on the other side too, there are some families who are like, I'm not, you know, really sure what I want to fill my family's time with, because I want to make sure that it's healthy, but I'm not really sure kind of where to start or what's the intersection between how we spend our family time and uh, and our faith. What does discipleship have to do with how we use our time? How are those things connected? So, yeah, I think we should explore that a little bit right. today. Does our schedule match our family's values and priorities? Any, any opening thoughts, guys? 
Well, I wonder um, if there's maybe some categories that we can kind of go through um, things that take up our time or should take up our time, mm. um, such as like spiritual growth and discipleship, you know, like how much attention what's should we give worth, that? Yeah. What's worth the investment of our time? Right, right. Yeah, so I think some categories that we can maybe start to explore, like do we have things on our calendar that, and you know, yeah. we're going to kind of help us blank. grow spiritually yeah. and, and help us grow as disciples. Um, do we, you know, I think there are certain things that make sense to do in specific time blocks that are spiritually, um, you know, in, like that lean into that. Um, but I also think, too, we want to make sure that all of our calendar and all of our activities don't exclude the opportunity for spiritual growth um, and development or not counter to that growth or not going to inhibit that growth or take away from it. Right. Um, so while being intentional about some blocks of time, I think also there is a awareness of, are there lots of things filling up those little boxes in our calendars that really are running counter to the spiritual growth that we want our kids to have? That's right. a hard thing to, to answer, uh, just kind of in mm -hmm. a vague, ambiguous mm -hmm. form, but I think that's a great, uh, a great question to ask. What are some other things, Isaac, that you feel like we should include in our calendars yeah um for me my mind was just, as you were all talking kind of went to maybe a, a way that will help us track hmm. um, but maybe i can save that for a little bit later <laughs> i do think one of the things that's really important and and maybe if covid taught us nothing else is just how critical social connections are to mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and to our kids you know having an opportunity to play with other people and and develop relationships uh, with people that um, that really build up a social community for them uh, and just making sure that there's time for for social connection mm -hmm. obviously that would include like extended family and and maybe neighbors and other local friends but just mm -hmm. they need friend time we yeah. need friend time and kids need friend time and right. just time to connect as a family right. like oh, absolutely protected time as a family that is not interrupted by all of the people who want to pull us in different directions. Right, all of the And I think alerts. it's important to remember that scheduled does not necessarily have to mean it's structured. Mm, that's a good right. distinction, mm. yeah. So having scheduled time is important for our families, mm -hmm. but don't have an agenda for that time, mm -hmm. right? Unhurried. Just mm -hmm. be together. Mm -hmm. One of the things we did um, more during COVID than, than currently, but I think we should get back to it maybe for over the summer, is I made my kids a jar of all kinds of little activities on a little piece of paper, and we put it in. And so when we had free time or when we had um, some of this more unstructured time, it was go draw something out of the jar and we'll do that. And it was everything from, you know, different kinds of <laughs> Lego build to take out all of your animals and like set up a, a living room safari <laughs> <laughs> experience or whatever, like do this, make something or, mm -hmm. you know, so, um, but something like that is, can be a lot of fun depending on how old your kids are and the things you're interested in. But. Yeah. Scheduling time for connection is important. Mm -hmm. um, Summer, you were talking about some life skill development. Yeah, so I think it's important that, I mean, I think this is just kind of a critical part of parenting. We got to teach our kids how to, how to be people that function in the world. <laughs> so I think one of the things we need to be looking at when it comes to our schedules, um, are we creating a schedule where it's very um, only parent responsibility focused? Meaning like, um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I'm providing all of the, the meals, I'm providing all of the different, you know, things, the living at home, the cleaning the spaces, or is it something that we can team up as a family to do? You know, can right. I give my, my kids an opportunity to learn how to, you know, feed mm -hmm. themselves breakfast, maybe do their own laundry, maybe, you know, give them some space to really get to practice Mm -hmm. um, some of these different skills. And I think that's a great thing to look <laughs> Are we Are we training any useful life skills into the schedule? That is so important. I, <laughs> I know this is gonna sound so insignificant, but I was recently with some junior high kids and I was asking them to help me um, tie some balloons and they didn't know how to tie a string on some balloons. Like, <laughs> it's really know? funny sometimes. And <laughs> Discovering even your your own children's gaps of things that you thought they would probably know how right. to do by now that right. maybe they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's something that I think I think can become uh, easily overlooked. But allowing you know time and space for some of those life skill developments, doing the some laundry. Things, yeah, I, some things I think about like making sure your kids can actually tie their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we had a very Velcro based environment there for a long time, sure. but you know that that sort of a thing. Um, mm -hmm doing their own hairstyle yeah. uh, in the morning. My, my daughter can put, put on her own jacket now, which hey. was like, when she could do that, I was like, wow. Like, You're I so don't, big. I don't have to put your jacket on for you, you know? And uh, then you cry a little my, bit, because it's also a little sad. My skills with my son, uh, I mean, he's like clapping now, so. <laughs> not <laughs> trying, quite try, one, not try, quite one. Trying to cruise, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get to more. But there are age-appropriate life <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, in an age-appropriate manner, right. so for sure. This we're in the season now where, you know, there's formal activities, whether it be weddings and graduations yeah. or dinners that you go to, and um, my boys they don't have to wear ties to church. We don't mm -hmm. mandate mm -hmm. that, but I've learned that my children don't know how to tie a tie. Mm -hmm. oh. Right? I yeah. failed as a dad. <laughs> oh, no. So even, I don't think you failed. Even, even last night, I had to tie a tie mm -hmm. um, for my son who is getting close to my own height, mm -hmm. and um, tied it perfectly. A mm -hmm. nice Windsor knot. And I, told <laughs> I like that him, you know the name. <laughs> and I told him, I said, "Do not." Yeah. Undo, undo it. Yeah, yeah. You just loosen it. Yeah, loosen and then re <laughs> reapply. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's great. I think another thing we want to make sure our kids have time for is um, physical development. You know, kids need uh, a lot of physical activity, and I don't know that that's usually either the norm uh, so much or if it's only really ever in a competitive setting when they get to it, but um, giving kids opportunity to run around, to play outside, to maybe be involved in a class or a um, just some skill development, a sports camp, like you were saying, mm -hmm. um, Isaac, too. But um, kids just really need um, time to exercise. Uh, actually, everybody does. Everybody. And I think the more we can integrate that as families, and it's not easy to integrate that as a family. I think that's kind of a challenge. Um, but going on walks together, getting, going getting to the outside. Park. Yep, yep. And uh, just really actually being intentional about building it in. Not as a like an accidental thing that happens or a uh, we'll get there eventually, you know, but just being really intentional about making sure our kids have physical development time yeah. um, that they can lean into. And uh, part of that, too, is I, I really think kids need outside. 
That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say that because it's been, you know, it's been hitting me lately. Mm-hmm. Like, we spend most of our time inside a mm-hmm. building. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we were meant to live like that, you know? I really mm-hmm. think we need the fresh the fresh, fresh outdoors. And, yeah. yeah. And it's such a mood reset. Anyway, I think that's another thing that I would just think, like, when I'm feeling out of balance calendar-wise, I start asking myself, like, have we taken time to go to be outside, be outside. or to move around and to be in an unstructured enough place that it's okay to just be full on, yeah. full tilt kid. Right. Yeah. And um, I want to check that on our calendar. Yeah. One, one of my, <laughs> went during COVID, I had just had a baby, right? So she was born in January and then everything shut down in March. And my therapy, you know, like mm-hmm. what gave me joy and helped me survive those like isolated months was we would go for walks and just be outside mm-hmm. and it was so good for my soul you know um and i've been thinking about that lately that i i want to get back to being mm-hmm. outside more it's just so important yeah. and i think it's important to realize or recognize that there are things in life that we just have to do mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. will not right not give us joy yeah. mm-hmm. right. yes <laughs> but, but they're but they're important they're i mean important. they're very lifey things right and so we have an extended family member who their family, after dinner, when they have dinners at home, as soon as they're done, it's not the mad dash to the kitchen to do the dishes and clean up. It's for half an hour, they're going to go outside mm. and do whatever the kids want to do. Mm. And they set a timer, mm-hmm. and it's half that hour of either a walk or an engagement time or whatever it is, or just sitting there. And then as soon as that timer goes off, then it's, okay, homework and dishes and mm. cleaning the kitchen up and getting <laughs> Back ready to for reality. the reality. <laughs> right. But yeah. it's that structured, unstructured mm-hmm. time or yeah. scheduled, unstructured scheduled time. Scheduled, unstructured that, time. That they've kind of implemented with their family. Yeah. We're just not home enough at dinner time. Mm-hmm. Well, but maybe there are times, you yeah. know, in your week where you have protected time mm-hmm. for that sort of thing. Um, I think one of the other things that we were discussing uh, earlier today was just the idea of even scheduling in margin, scheduling in some some time for our family to rest, to have some, you know, again, that slight, that scheduled but unstructured, but be intentional about it, you know, so that maybe we are available to respond to things that are happening in real time in our community. Um, maybe that's helping someone out who needs some extra support or help, or maybe it's um, you know leaning in with our kids to say like, hey, who needs some encouragement? What can we do about that now? Mm-hmm. Or, and that still sounds kind of structured when I say it out loud, but just if everything is always maxed out hour to hour, and, and please, I'm as guilty of this as, uh, I'm probably Me the most too. guilty of all of this, you know, as I look at my own calendar and I've got appointments scheduled back to back to back to back to back on several days but the idea of you know we need a little bit of space to just no we don't we don't have to be somewhere right now and I've had those conversations with my kids Mm. that they'll ask like okay what do we have today you know what what's going on today Mm. it's kind of fun to be able to say you know what for the next few hours we got nothing yeah how do you want to use it you know I think that's kind of important. We, we, so, you know, pastor schedule is a little bit different than everyone else, but I usually take Monday off to just be with my kids. <clears throat> and so Monday has kind of been our unstructured day. And I love 
just being able to ask Ava, you know, what do you want to do today? You know, mm -hmm. where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Um, it's become a, a day of the week that I really treasure and enjoy. But, you know, something that's been standing out to me is um, during the week, it can feel so busy, like you were talking about back-to-back -back appointments and things. Um, I don't have a lot of time in my schedule to just serve other people, you know, yeah. like to just if someone's in need, like there is no margin sometimes. Mm -hmm. And um, how could we protect that time, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think, think there, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think there are certainly um, times and, and weeks where you need to be a little gentle with yourself too, yeah. because things are going to come up or things are gonna need to get dealt with that, again, this is probably speaking more as a, as a pastor than a parent here for a minute that Things are gonna come up. Uh, I had a day last week where we had something that we needed to stop everything and deal with, mm -hmm. and we did. And um, and that's kind of how it goes, and you have yeah. to be able to do that. But it shouldn't be like, I don't wanna live my life as a parent, like everything is on fire all the time. You know, it's gotta go through some rhythms. You know, Isaac, you had started talking about seasons a little bit. You wanted to say something sure. about that too, I think would yeah. be great. So personally, as a family, we're in a season of life right now mm -hmm. where I'm, I'm learning to be a solo parent mm -hmm. and my kids are learning to be in a solo parent home. Mm -hmm. But they're also entering a season in their education where their calendars are getting more full. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a partner to trade that off with. Right. So when I was looking at new, new professional opportunities, that was something that was very important to our family schedule is I needed to be available for their calendars, which they don't really have a control over because school dictates so much of what they do, um, to be a parent mm -hmm. on the weekends, mm -hmm. whether it's Friday night or Saturday mornings, which are traditionally key, very intense, heavy times for pastors. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, that's something that was very intentional that we had to do as a, as a family. Um, and during the season, um, my speaking calendar is extremely limited, mm -hmm. right? That's something that we discussed ahead of time mm -hmm. is if I start doing a lot of speaking engagements, then it takes away time that I need in this season of my life um, to be available as a father. Mm -hmm. right. For your children's for, choir performances, right. yeah, right, um, and basketball games, basketball and games, vespers, yeah. right. whatever the case may be, um, you know. And in my mind, when the older one turns sixteen, that <laughs> will ease up a little bit, but it may not. Mm. You know, time will tell as we get to that season um, that's coming up next. But that's still a few years away. So, but I do think recognizing that seasons of life happen. And um, one of the questions uh, that I've been thinking about as we've been thinking and talking about today is um, how often should we reevaluate our mm. values? Right? Sometimes that can be structured and other times in my case, it's mm. thrown into my lap, right? right? right. Um, so, you know, should there be a somewhat regular Reevaluation of our values and our schedules, um, mm -hmm. or will it be forced upon you, whether it's through life changes or professional mm -hmm. changes? Um, but that might be something that 
families can talk about as they start to reevaluate what their calendar looks like. Mm -hmm. I think for our family, you know, kind of looking seasonally uh, makes some sense. Uh, you know, like there are, there are a lot of things that go in seasonal sections for us in our current, mm -hmm. you know, life um, experience. And so kind of taking a look at that. I think one of the things though, too, that I feel like we get into is especially, especially looking into some of these key times like the beginning of a new school year or whatever. Mm -hmm. When I open up the calendar and I start feeling overwhelmed immediately of like, oh, buckle up, here we go. There's so much coming at us um, here. I think one of the things I would love to hear the two of your take on is um, how do I thoughtfully edit my calendar with my family when none of it's really bad stuff, you know, none of it's really technically against our values. The part about it that is against our values is the part that is just the volume of it. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do we thoughtfully edit our calendar um, as a family? What do we, even though, I mean, I can go through and, and probably make a case for you for just about everything on here. And it hits all these other categories that we talked about. So what is the thoughtful edit approach? like? Mm -hmm. Any ideas for how do I come to this really thoughtfully? You know, it might be um, worthwhile to make, um, you know, your own categories of what you want to prioritize and what's number one, what's number two, what's number three. And if something gets down to four, five, six, maybe that needs to get dropped off, you know, until you're in a season in which you can take it on or um, maybe those priorities shift in the future. Um, but, you know, if you say spiritual growth and discipleship is going to be number one or, you know, um, physical development is something that has been lacking, we need to up that on our priority list and um, prioritize that um, right now. You know, there can be any number of circumstances that might prompt that. Um, then, you know, I think everyone kind of needs to make a hierarchy of what is going to be the priority and then let things go. Everything is elective. Yeah. You know, we take on so much and we think it's required, but it's, I mean, other than the non-negotiables, you know, like the work, the school, m much of it is elective and we don't have to do it all, you know. Mm -hmm. We can let go of that parent guilt. We can let go of the fear of missing out. We can let go of, you know, mm -hmm. some of those things and just say, no, this is what's best for my family. My family needs to rest in this season. We've been going, 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 we need to rest. Yeah. Remember when you asked that question, Immediately, I thought that crisis mode mm -hmm. is okay for a season, mm -hmm. but it can't be a way of life. Yeah. Right? And we all have seasons, right, where mm -hmm. we live in crisis mode. Life changes, work changes, mm -hmm. something, somebody gets sick, whatever the case may be, we have crisis mode. And we can allow for that for a season. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a season a little bit longer than we want it to be, but there is a season for that. But after that, there has to be life that's not crisis, mm -hmm. right? And I think the margins you're talking about mm -hmm. helps. Um, you know, I think for myself, I'm slowly able to exhale a little bit, and I'm, I'm through my little initial crisis mode season. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that we used to do before crisis mode was, um, as a family, we had color-coded calendars. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't my calendar or your calendar or kids' calendar. 
it was based on kind of our priorities in life. Mm. So, you know, whether it's serving others or kids' extracurricular stuff or um, vacation time, downtime that we're going to do, those were color-coordinated. So we could look at a year's worth because a month or two may be too little, mm-hmm. but we can look at a year's worth and say what colors are are overwhelmingly exhibited in our calendar mm-hmm. and what color areas do we need to look at some more. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was helpful, Yeah. but hard to do in crisis mode. Yeah. yeah. I love that you brought up that you know, crisis mode and that it's okay for a season and then you kind of need to like rest and breathe from that. You know, I think Jesus modeled that very well for us in the Bible. We see him go, 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 and then we see him retreat, you know, and he went off to be with the Father and pray and um, spend time in solitude. And I think that that models for us kind of what our life looks like. We might go, go, go for a little bit, but we need to, you know, hold some boundaries at some point and retreat. One of the things I was thinking, too, as you were saying that, Isaac, especially, was um, it's a, these are great categories. You know, we, we, we said seven things, but they cannot really all be top all at the same time, all right. the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and so kind of having a rolling, um, okay, for this next three months, we're going to lift this one up to the surface a little bit. And then, okay, we did that. Yep, we did the thing. Soccer so season's over. Soccer <laughs> season's over. Uh, so let's retreat that one yeah. down a little bit. And let's, mm-hmm. okay, ooh, we really noticed some life skill things. Or, um, you know, we haven't been as spiritually connected. You know, maybe we want to lean into things that are happening at church. Part maybe of we our wanna, church community. Yeah, maybe we want to lean into, uh, you know, being more intentional about how is our family serving our local community and, and those kinds of things. But, um I think another just question that I've been wanting to ask um, just a lot lately is, is this feeding us Mm. or is this starving us? Mm. And really saying like, when we look at that calendar for, are we going to reload for another round of whatever? Did it feed us last time or did it starve us? Did it take away from our family? Did it stretch us too thin? Did this make it such a... Did this end up being a really fun, meaningful thing or a, or a valuable thing that we were really glad we invested it in? Or was it just uh, costly all around and, um, and being honest with ourselves about those things and even having those conversations because I have learned that as a parent, my perspective is a little bit different than the kid you know, perspective. And, um, but really being ha- having some of those tough conversations may be really really beneficial and then like that you know with um with kurt and with my uh with my husband and like as the parents as the parent team is this really something we want to make happen or not and how do we evaluate that so um i you know i think too you mentioned costly sorry yeah please mentioned costly and it made me think about um how our time is really um, like a resource and a mm-hmm. non-renewable resource There's and how so we much. use that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we only get so many hours in a day. We only get so many hours in a week, so many hours <laughs> in a month, a year. <laughs> There's something very sobering, and I haven't done it in a while, but somebody went through and said, like, how many days you have with oh. your kids, like, oh. until they turn oh, 18, no, and I it's hate devastating. Those yeah, yeah no. it's really like, no! I was, th- I was thinking about that on my way here. I was like, if my daughter's three, mm-hmm. I have 15 summers with her. Yeah? What? Like, I mean, before she might be off to college or whatever, like, 
15 summers. That's right. Yeah, you start doing the math and it's not cute. It's, it's, not. Uh, it's rough. They're, they are rough numbers. Anyway, anyway, time, it's a non-renewable resource. But the way we use it is so important and the way we use it is indicative of what we worship. And Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I, I try and come back to as well is, you know, the first commandment says, you know, no other gods before mm -hmm. me. Um, worship God. He, he, does, he needs to be the object of, of our worship. So when I was teaching, I used to ask my kids, all right, so what's worship? You know, what, 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 how do you know what you're worshiping? And we would always come back around to this definition of you can tell what you're worshiping um, by what receives your attention, your time, your affection, your energy, and then all of your actual like material resources. Finances. Where is it? Yeah. Where is that all aiming? And whatever is consuming the majority of that, that's, in, that's what you're worshiping. And so when we think about, you know, this whole conversation of is how my family uses its time, is that a, a conversation for discipleship <laughs> within the context of discipleship? And I think it really, really is because time is one of those things that is an, an indicator of our worship. We want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Inscribe and Imprint. God bless you.